All right. What's up? We're back. Fight junkies, baby. Let's go. Beautiful Monday morning in Las Vegas. A couple minutes late, but we're here, baby. We're here. How's everybody doing? Austin, how you doing? I am. I'm doing beautiful on this Monday morning. Awesome. Connor, how you doing? Good. Patty, good. All right. All Patty right. just got married. Yeah. Patty the Batty got married. We can talk about that. Patty, uh, yeah, didn't really advertise it, which I think is great. A lot of people need to hold what's closest to them, you know, private, I guess, um, as I do. Shout out to my wife. Yesterday was our two-year anniversary of being married. I love you, sweetheart. Thanks for putting up with all my craziness. Uh, it was a good day. Also, you know, got to run into one of my best friends uh, from my childhood. He's out here for the tech convention. So shout out to Chris. Overall, it was a good weekend. Um, fights were good. I enjoyed the fights. Um, let's get into it. First thing I want to bring up is Jared Gordon. Shout out to Jared Gordon. Fellow New Yorker, New Jerseyer. Jared, 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 Jared. If you don't do Jared Gordon, he got, you know, kind of put more on the map when he fought this guy. Bam. Patty the Batty. Patty looks like this for 17 seconds. Gets on the scale, and then he loses all of his abs. Patty the Batty fought against Jared Gordon at a fight night in London. Arguably, Jared won, I believe, watching the fight. It looked like he clearly won. Um, unanimously, almost, I believe. Three-round, 15-minute fight. But he lost. Patty the Batty ended up getting his hand raised. A lot of controversy behind it. But that's when I was more exposed to Jared. Um, and that was kind of his coming-out party. And everybody was behind him to the point where even Patty the Batty wanted to run it back. Because in his heart of hearts, he believed that he did not win that fight. We haven't seen Patty much since then. Uh, he fought one more fight and kind of disappeared. But he's making 100000 a month plus from Barstool Sports. And he's doing really well for himself. You know, he's clearly uh, on the rise I don't know how I feel about Patty anymore. I was big on Patty. I was there at the Apex for his, uh, it was the Darren Till versus Brunson fight night. It was his debut. Him, uh, Meatball Molly, the whole crew from, you know, over, over the water came out for that card. And I was real high on him, but I believe that his mouth is better than his skill set. You know, I mean, I, I, I can relate. I'm a talker. I'm, I'm not a fighter. Obviously, my time has passed. I'm almost 40 now, but I don't think that... I, I don't look at Patty and see him up into the, the you know top five. I just don't see it. Anyway, forget Patty. Patty's on the floor, face down over there. Jared Gordon, his opponent, just had a fight against Bobby Green where there was a no contest due to a head butt. And uh, it was a weird fight. Did you watch that fight? It was super weird. I didn't know. I don't know why. I've never seen a no contest. What was it? A minute after? Yeah, they they like stopped it and then they. It, I want to say like, didn't he declare it like a knockout and then? Yeah. Like I think they called the fight off as like, oh, it's over, and then they said, oh no, actually, it's a no contest. They were saying yeah because he'd gotten knocked out, I believe, but they were saying he wouldn't have if there wasn't a headbutt. 
something like that. Bobby Green was real mad. He didn't get his, his win money. It was a big thing, no contest. But that was six weeks ago. And Jared Gordon came out of the woodworks and said, you know what, I'm a beast, which he is. Complete savage. Um, former, you know, addict, recovering addict, however you want to say it. Cleaned his life up. He uh, inspires a lot of people. He's sober now. He's doing great things. But he said, I want to fight again. I, I, that, that last fight, no contest, did not sit, sit well with me. So six weeks post the last fight, he's back in Vegas for a fight night. Against the one and only Jimmy Miller. Jim Miller is older than me, and he's still fighting. I think he's 39. He's got the most wins and the most fights in all of USC history, Jim Miller. So I was excited to see this fight. It was kind of like, what's going to happen? Is Jim Miller going to show up and show out? Is Jared going to show up, win, dominate? What are we going to see? But during the press conference, two days before... The bout, Jared Gordon, let it be known that he had a concussion six weeks ago as well, while training, and said that he healed himself. Is it from, it has to be from that fight, because that fight was six weeks ago, right? No, no, he did it in the training room. I'm sure that headbutt didn't help. No, no, it, it was all, it's all related, you know, six weeks, but he showed up to fight Jim Miller, who's a complete savage, obviously, we'll get into that. And at the press conference, he's like, I had a concussion. He was already cleared by medical. You like, you can't, you can't do that stuff. Um, I get it. I, I would I would have preferred, and I'm sure he looks back and you know, New York guy is like, damn, I should have just kept my mouth shut. Cause who knows? He was probably fit to fight. He knows better than anybody. He's a savage, but I've uh I've only seen that happen a couple times where a fighter came in with an injury. And it was found out within like 48 hours of them, you know, locking the cage and they uh, they stopped the fight. But that was interesting to me. So Jim Miller announces that they're looking for a fight and he gets one. He gets a young dog and he admitted he was scared. You got a lot of these guys that are young and up and coming and they have nothing to lose and all to prove. And they're going in there to, you know, take your head off. The old guy with the most fights and the most wins in the UFC history. I'm going to go in there and... And show that this guy needs to retire. Well, gentlemen, ladies, people, that was not the case. <laughs> that kid got starched. KO bonus, $50,000. Jim Miller knocked him the fuck out in 37 seconds, I think, with a left hook. Followed up by another left while he was... My wife said that I actually had just walked into the bathroom to do... I don't know if I was taking a piss or something, but of course, when I walk out, fucking somebody gets knocked out. And she was like, he's all, she said something funny, man. I've never heard somebody describe the way someone fell from a knockout the way she described it. I can't remember what it was. If you're watching this, YFA, uh, make a comment. Tell uh, let's I might have said the same thing because so, I, I did point that out when he fell. It was like she said something. I've never. But anyway. Jim Miller knocked this dude out. I mean, it was... Look, 39 years old, 45 fights, 25 wins. That's a lot of wear and tear in your body. And USADA does their job very well. So if you look at his physique and the way they keep up his body over all that time, he's a savage. He's a complete... He said he wants to be around until UFC 200. So 
another year or so, probably until he's 40, 41. Yeah, good fight. Real good fight. And then we got the main event. Kai Kai France versus Albazi. Albazi, I made a uh, a pretty long-winded post on Fight Junkies of how proud I was of, of him. Uh, forget the fight. We'll get into the, the semantics of the fight and the judges and, and the way that we personally think in a minute. But let me tell you, when I saw Albazi win a UFC fight night main event, which will then most likely send him to fight for the belt next. He just beat number three. He was number seven. This young man is from Baghdad, Iraq. I'm going to say that again. This young man is from Baghdad, Iraq. Most of you only heard about Baghdad on the news. And because it was on the news so much, you dismissed it. And you went and got your Starbucks and went about your nice, safe fucking day. But not this young man. Being Iraqi born in a war-torn country, when you got to be frightened to go to school because somebody might blow themselves up in the street. There's a lot of things that went on when I was over in Iraq. And I fought with these freedom fighters for over a year. Slept with them, cried with them, bled with them, ate with them, prayed with them. So to see a kid come from Baghdad to the UFC fight night main event, cheers to you. It means a lot to me. I mean, we think about, about hard times. Holy shit. The worst times you could have in America aren't even 2% of what it is like over there. Not, not to mention the weather. You think it's bad in Vegas in July? That's pff, nothing. Go over there with all the sand. I mean, sandstorm's so thick, you can't see your own foot. No air condition. You know, no real laws and no justice system. The courts are all corrupt. There's violence. There's, I don't know, man. I wouldn't go there. Uh, your, your fabulous wife just commented. She said, uh, twist it up sideways. Is how she described. She just, he was all twisted up sideways. Yeah, she yelled that, and I was like, "What?" The I, I said he felt like Peter Griffin, like in family, like the leg behind him. And everything. I've never watched. Uh, what is that from? Family Guy. Yeah, I'll have to show you. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to after this. I'll, I'll show you the screenshot of it because that's what I said to George and the whole group because we we're watching it at George's house. Yeah, uh, a group of us, and they were just all like, "Well, we we're also watching the Knights game because they, you know, first game of the Stanley Cup playoffs was on Saturday." So we're yes. we're swapping back and forth, and Nick Nick Days being the absolute degenerate that he is, that's what he calls himself. Had it <laughs> well with this gambling. That's yeah, what yeah. Says, well, yeah. I mean, I, I I lost all my money on on Saturday, but he had on the TV in George's house. Uh, the game was currently on, so Nick on his phone had the fight on, and I look over and I go, "Oh, was there a doctor stoppage?" Because the doctor was looking at Jim Miller. Oh, okay. You thought that? Yeah, I was like, um, there must have been a doc, and then like we changed it, but like the phone was like. 30 to 40 seconds ahead of the TV. Gotcha. And then like, and then I was like, oh shit, somebody got knocked out. And then, no, it was just so short that they played it twice. Yeah, 37 seconds. Crazy, crazy. So thank you, sweetheart. But yeah, I, I was explaining that we we have no idea how hard it is to be born in a war-torn country like Iraq. So for Albazi to come out and win a UFC main event slot where he now should be sent on the trajectory to fight for the belt after beating the number three guy. Alhamdulillah, my friend. Salam alaikum. That's crazy to me. 
I got to get you on Fight Junkies. I know you live in Vegas, buddy. Proud of you. Think he trains at Extreme Couture? Yeah, I'll have to head up. Uh, yeah, I'll text Eric and see if, if that's one of his guys. Uh, no, he trains with Ode. Does he? Because Eric kept posting photos of him like in the gym. It could have been older photos, too. I mean, they probably, you know. They yeah, might, they probably all like, mix and mingle at some point. Like, yeah. I know a lot of people come through Syndicate, but. I mean, how crazy would that be? A guy hosting a fight show in Las Vegas who was in Iraq 17 years ago, fighting in the war as a soldier, is now interviewing an Iraqi who is now fighting in the UFC, winning main events. Do I have, do I have to say anything else? Jesus, talk about amazing. I mean, that's the only adjective I could think to describe that. Absolutely amazing. Um, I'm not sure if everybody knows, but, you know, the Ultimate Fighter came out on May 30th, five, six days ago. Today's the fifth. I enjoyed it. Conor McGregor, absolute stud, looked really good. A lot of people talk about, you know, is he going to be ready? Let me tell you something. That guy was out for two years with a broken leg. Most people would have gained 80 pounds. They wouldn't have worked out. This guy was in the gym with a cast on his leg, working out. He's a stud. He looks like he stayed in completely focused and disciplined and in shape. I hear a lot of, you know, everyone still jokes about cocaine and, you know, proper 12 and drinking. You don't look the way Conor McGregor looks if you're out there being a degenerate. Trust me. I was a degenerate for a decade. He looks tremendous, and I look forward to him coming back. But Michael Chandler is a beast. Comment below who you think is going to win that fight, Michael Chandler or Conor McGregor, because I honestly have no idea. I, th I This is how I think it's going to go. Conor's going to either starch him in the first 10 minutes, in the first, first round or the second round. It's going to be a main event. Obviously, it's going to go five. It's supposed to go five because Chandler gets hit. And if you get hit by Connor, it's different than getting hit by anybody else in that weight class, especially now. Um, so if Connor can do it, I think it get, he gets it done fairly quick. If it goes past the second round, I think it's gonna. I'm gonna give it to Chandler. Just cardio and heart. But I wouldn't bet on it because who the fuck knows? You never know. The, the MMA gods may have a different plan for that night. My producer walked out, but that's okay. So there hasn't been too much going on. Um, I'm going to talk more Monday about the June 10th card in Canada. I just watched uh, the new Embedded series with uh, the main event, the Lioness. Amanda Nunes is fighting Aldana. The They, they said it's the, uh, the Brazilian Lioness versus the Mexican Jaguar. I've never really looked at an opponent of Amanda Nunez ever and said anything other than Amanda is going to starch this person. I always say that they are just being fed to the wolf. But I'll tell you what. Aldana is a savage. She's a big girl. And when I mean big girl, I mean she's got hell of... She's got long arms. She's got length. Um, her reach has got to be six inches. But Amanda's big too. I don't know. I just finally think that Amanda is going to have met her match. Obviously, she lost to Juliana Pena. I think the dog in Juliana Pena was the reason that she won. My wife clearly tells me all the time that 
Juliana Pena only beat Amanda Nunes because Amanda Nunes had COVID a couple weeks before. But I said I don't think her team would have let her step in for a main event championship fight if she wasn't ready. Who the fuck knows? I don't. But what I do know is July 10th, or June 10th in Canada, I'm sorry, the main event is going to be sick. And then the co-main event. Let's talk about the co-main event. The former lightweight champion of the world, Charles Dubronx Oliveira, facing off with Benil Darius. I'm excited about that fight. Benil Darius is a is a f- interesting character. If you don't know who Benil Darius is, then you're a casual. Because that dude's been starching people for a long time. The difference with him is he's respectable, he's quiet, and he's a Christian. If he would come out and say, you know, talk some shit, say, you know, lick my balls, bitch. I want a belt. Strap to Christianity. You'd be top yeah. 10. I mean, when you come out after... And better person. Too bro, probably. when you're 7-0 or 8-9-0 and 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 you get on the mic and you have the chance after winning and you say, I will fight as many more people as I possibly can before I get the belt. I don't care. What do you think they're going to do? They're going to take the more popular guy and let him fight for the belt. You got to demand that shit. The blueprint's already been there. Chael Sonnen did it years ago. Get in there, do a little bit of pro wrestling, talk some shit. Say, Dana, what the fuck? I want the belt next. I'm the guy. Patty did it and convinced judges to go his way. <laughs> Facts. And we all know Patty lost. Yeah, there was, that was like, it's like saying Kai Kara France won. We all know that. That's yeah, I want to get into that. I, hey, 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 hey. Listen here, young man. Actually, actually, you know, Bobby, I stand corrected. You are correct. Kai Kara France, that was actually a close fight. Okay. All right. Did you bet on? I did. On who? Uh, I had Kai Car France. Okay. So that's why you're talking. Yeah. About. But also just like that aside, like looking at the fight. No, but you lost. So you're emotionally invested yeah, already. But I can, I can detach from that. Okay. I lost the bet. Okay. I lost $5. Um, that's a lot of money. That's two Red Bulls and a piece of gum. It's important on a Monday morning. It is important on a Monday morning. I agree with you. So sir. let's get into it. The main event: Kai Kai France and Albazi from Iraq. So we had Australia or New Zealand versus Iraq. Five round main event. Went all five rounds. Um, it's a good fight. It. Was, I will say, yeah, it was a very good fight. It wasn't. It wasn't like a Mackenzie Dern Angela Hill. I don't see it that way. I don't see it as like there's no way. Albazi won. Like, oh, I, I mean, yeah, it. Sucks a little bit, but like I can see how you could maybe get it twisted up. But like, I was good either way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Albazi did fight his ass off. Like, I'm not gonna take that from him. He fought his ass off. He won. Should he go for the title? Sure, why not? Let's let's spruce it up a little bit. Let's hit somebody in there that really hasn't been in there for a title shot. Yeah, because we don't know Figueroa. Who the hell knows? He's going up. Yeah, but I mean, Dana doesn't. They don't know if they were supposed to fight. Him and Moreno well, for the 15,000th time. That's a weird division, but I would like to see some new blood in there. Uh, Kai France just, you know, fought last. But before this fight, he fought and got, you know, hit in the liver and lost the fight. When he was doing pretty good. He was he was doing very good. And, uh, you know, I, I will keep biases aside from Brandon. I do think Kai Kara was doing very well in that fight. He was. Though. It was. Shout out to Brandon Moreno. He's the champ in that division, and this is his belt. Brandon? I will stop using your belt if you come a fight junkie. I'm working on it. I'm work as as a producer for both shows. I'm working on it. I'm I'm working, <laughs> I'm working behind the scenes here, ladies and gentlemen. Work harder. I want the You're champ right. on fight junkies. 
Right away, sir. That would be sick, right? It would be. And he, I mean, hey, you met him and he said, yeah. I met him on. a couple times. He's super cool. If you guys don't know who Brandon Moreno is, we get to see, you see him all the time. He is like a video, is he a gamer? He likes Pokemon cards. He and likes, like, he likes, he's a pop culture guy. He really likes uh, Legos. When I brought in Legos, he was super hyped about that. Okay. Uh, but he's funny as hell, though. Like, I started doing jujitsu about six weeks ago, and I told him, I was like, hey, man, I started doing jujitsu. And, like, as a joke, I was like, when are we going to roll? And he goes, I don't want to go to jail, man. Yeah, I don't want to kill you. <laughs> yeah, he's always laughing. I've sat in here for his podcast once. Didn't understand a lick, all Spanish for an hour, but that's it. That's an interesting division. I don't know if he'll, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. You never know because there's timing of the fights. Injuries, availability, venues. There's so much that goes into these things. And I know about this much about what goes into it. So I don't know. But I'd love to see uh, Albazi fight for the belt. Fuck. Give the kid a chance. He's been through enough. I can't. I cannot. I mean, I was literally brought to tears in my house when I saw him win. And I've never met the guy. But just to see an Iraq-born fighter... Do what he's doing. I was brought to tears, man. I, I've given like T-shirts that came in a, a a box from America to like guys my age and watch them break down and cry, and women not even know what lotion is. Never saw like a tampon in their life. Never, never had a pair of sneakers. You know, like the poverty over there. Never knew a, they don't have doctors. No glasses. Just the things that I've I've was embedded in for. So long, like I, I respect anybody that can get out of that. I've been there. How the fuck do you? Even, how do you do that? I mean, work your way down to Kuwait, and then you know start. I mean, there's no gyms over there, really. I bet none that are really. Maybe he went to Saudi. I don't know. How do you get there when you're right? Yeah, from Iraq, you? and you got nothing. You don't have a passport. These guys don't have an. It's not like they have an ID. Right. They're just people. They barely know how to read. They, you know, a, a lot of them. So for him to do that, holy smokes. So, yeah, I definitely want to get him on the show. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really going to break down the the Amanda Nunes card next week. Um, I think we're going down to one show a week because I think we're just oh, – I was overlapping myself, talking about the same stuff. I don't want to do that. I'd rather give you guys like 25 minutes of good content, talk about some good stuff, than 45 minutes and I'm just here blabbing. I also do a podcast where I interview people. I can blab on those. What's up? Uh, I got some. I was just looking up uh, Albazi, and uh, when he was seven, him and his family fled to Syria. Uh, and then they stayed there for a year and a half, and then they moved to Sweden. Think about that. Seven years old. They seven years fled old. Fled. Hey, my girlfriend's sister did that from from Mexico. They. I remember uh, hearing about how like. Her, her older sister, who's uh, a little bit younger than you, had, had like, they put gold in her... This is a toddler. Oh, the TV went out. Uh, <laughs> it just went out behind you. Uh, they had gold in their pocket in case they needed to, like, bribe somebody. Yeah. And you have that on, like, your toddler. Like, that's crazy. Now, I don't know that what they went through. Obviously, in Mexico. I've been to Mexico. But I'll tell you what. Iraq, thousand times worse. It will behead you in the street in front of your family. So to get out and have to flee to Syria at seven years old, I was playing t-ball, hanging out with my dad, getting sunflower seeds and Gatorade at the local Wawa. 
that I wasn't worried about fleeing a country so that we didn't get, you know, slaughtered. And then to be in the UFC, holy smokes. I know I keep repeating myself, but I'm just so proud of that kid. We got Netflix on behind me. Don't even worry about it. We're about to, I'm about to call it. I do look good. I'm going to look like a stud. I got a hot wife, man. I got to keep it up. And then I got daughters, so I got to look mean. I look mean, too. All right, so we'll uh, we'll be back, guys. I really appreciate all the support. Uh, I'm going to keep doing stuff. Austin is revamping the clips this week. Get- Starting today. So we'll you'll see a lot more content being pushed uh, at a higher level than my you know capabilities <laughs> so we're getting there slowly but surely some people have shows for 10 years we're only here like what 12 weeks so and we're already doing numbers yeah so we're gonna keep it up and i appreciate it guys that's it fight junkies like share subscribe we'll see you next time